Song of Dongs, The Majestic Quest of Chu Kok Long. Book One, The Fellowship of the Dong. It had been months since the great downfall. The all-powerful House of Delt had been reduced to nothing but used sigbuds and wounded warriors. Hundreds of men were killed off like Brotherhood favorite Charlie Javier. Men were being forced out of their homes, some for no apparent reason. Others were being major pussies and abandoning their house out of complete fear, including their own leader, Lord Brink. But the rest of the men were just watching like bystanders, as Delft falls like girls on elevated surfaces. One of them being Schwa. Schwa was a relatively quiet man that didn't really do too much. Why is he so quiet? Is it because he's scared? Is it because he has Asperger's? Or is it because he seems like he's high up his mind the whole time? Nobody really knows. The one thing that everyone knows is that there's a shit he's gone through in this past year. Schwa was always the guy who was in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's what led him to get in trouble with the law, tied up with some weirdos, and experience everything that has happened to Delt. And all he did was just watch. He watched as his brothers were betrayed by their very own TP. He had betrayed Delt by uniting with the Tridelts and the IFC to bring down the Almighty House. It was like watching the Red Wedding, or Boromir try to take the ring from Frodo. And every night, he thinks about it. Despite Schwa trying to drown out his mind with the thought of some big titties, he can't seem to get it out of his mind. He just doesn't have an idea on what to do. Months after the great downfall, Schwa is relocated to his new nest, which he calls the Octagon. He lives there with his fellow fallen brothers, one of them being Tony. Tony is a little Italian boy who tries his best to be a Dago, but fails miserably every single time. He had mentored Schwa through the process of brotherhood and shared in his love for big titties and sandwiches. As they finally settle into their new home, Tony wants Schwa to go craft with him, but Schwa just can't stop thinking about how much he thinks he's a little bitch. Come on, come craft with me, little boy. I got some diamond ores and I want to give you some diamond pickaxe. Um, no, nigga, Schwa exclaims in a very high-pitched voice. I can't believe that TP just did that to us. Don't you remember how much of a little faggot he was for that? Schwa, that was like five months ago, Tony interrupts. Get over yourself, because you're being a little nigga. Tony says that he looks at Schwa like how he looks at some titties. A day goes by, Schwa and Tony are still crafting. As they craft, Schwa's Uncle Schmitzen walks through the door. Uncle Schmitzen! Schwa exclaims as he runs to the door. Schwa takes a gander of his scent, and as always... Schmitzen reeks as bad as a skunk that just ripped a jeeb. Hey, what's up, guys? Schmidt says in a very in a voice very similar to Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused. What, are you guys crafting right now? We've been doing this all day, Tony says. I now have some, I now have all diamond art. Okay, I'm okay. Schmidt interrupts. I think I might just go upstairs and smoke some more. I'll craft with you guys later. Schmitzen starts to walk upstairs. Wait, hold up, I forgot. Schmitzen turns around. Schwa, Tony, trying to go on a spiritual journey. Schwa pull. <clears throat> Schmitzen pulls out some acid that the, that the Octagon spiritual guru, Big Cat, gave him. Want to come with me? You already know I can't, Tony says, as he gives his typical excuse. Tony's afraid of the spiritual realm, where Schwa almost has a great connection with the spiritual realm. Maybe, Schwa says, as he confuses Schmitzen like always. Nah, I'm kidding, let's do it. They go up to Schwa's room, which is a perfect place to go on a spiritual experience. Schmitzen and Schwa are about ready to consume the magical items. Schwa wants to forget about the great downfall, is anxious to connect with the spiritual world. Wait, Schmitzen says, as he interrupts, or as he interrupts Schwa from consuming the acid. Want a Jedi flip? He says as he pulls out some magical mushrooms. Schwa thinks for a minute. He contemplates whether this is a good idea. He's always wanted to try it out, but only the master spiritual gurus like Big Cat could ever attempt it. 
Eh, what the hell, Schwa says as he rips the shrooms out of Schmitzen's hands. Takes the acid in the shrooms and then just waits. Hours pass and the two men are enjoying themselves in the spiritual world. They enjoy themselves in the colorful world that the spirits exist in. As Schwa is enjoying himself, he looks over to his right and sees a light in his giant portrait of Emily Radzowski. He gets up and he walks towards the light. It gets brighter as he walks by until he reaches the light and then it just disappears. All of a sudden, a tan hand grabs Schwa. Emily Radzowski takes Schwa's hand and pulls him through the portrait. And for some odd reason, Schmitzen doesn't notice anything. Schwa is moving through the wide variety of different colors and lights. It's almost like Emily Radzowski is pulling him through a Travis Scott song. Emily Radzowski stops and turns around as Schwa runs into her firm titties. Schwa starts to, be, starts to travel through her titties like it's another dimension. He suddenly arrives in some sort of dream world. Schwa is above the is above the clouds, or is floating above the clouds, and it looks like and it and it looks like what most people depict as heaven. Schwa thinks to himself, "Who would have known that heaven was between Emily Radzowski's titties?" He began to float in the air like a swimming pool, very amused, but at the same time very confused. "I bet you're wondering why you're here," Schwa dealt. A loud woman's voice exclaims. Emily Radzowski appears out of nowhere as she walks on a cloud toward him. She is fully naked, and Schwa has a massive chub in his pants. He doesn't know what to say because he feels like he's about to jizz his pants. You're probably thinking this is just some crazy trip, but no. I brought you here for a reason. Schwa is sort of paying attention, but can't help but stare right into her naked titty. You're going to save the world, she exclaims, as she rushes towards him to meet him eye to eye. Wait, what? What in the H-E double fuck are you talking about? Schwa asks as he tries to hold in him, himself from busting a nut. It's true, a loud man's voice exclaims. The Buddha, and who looks like Brudda is, and Jesus, who looks like big, who looks like the big Lebowski, appears from the clouds. You, Schwa dealt, are the one who will save this world from a great evil that lurks in our midst, the Buddha says. We have watched over you from the day you were born, Jesus says to Schwa, who is lost for words knowing that Jesus looks like the dude. Wait, I'm just really fucking confused. This is just a crazy trip I must be experiencing. What makes me capable of saving the world? I basically fuck up everything I do, Schwa exclaims. Well, the Buddha says, you are the descendant of Chukak Dong. He was a godly warrior and powerful samurai with many great powers in which he used when he was summoned and when he was summoned by us to protect the world from the great evils that wanted to take over it. Chukak Dong was a master at, a, at using a samurai sword. He was as if Genghis Khan had super, super strength and the most excellent fighting skills. He was summoned to fight the, the powerful evil force known as the Dark Slags. He fought bravely against them until his death, but the Dark Slags arise almost every 10 years. He swore to us that whenever they were plotting evil against the world. His descendants would arise and defeat them at all costs. That is why we have called upon you, Schwab dealt. You are the only one who can stop them. Hold up a sec. What exactly are these dark slags? And why have I never seen them before? Schwab asks as he looks back at Emily Radzowski's titties. Because the dark slags can take on human form in order, in order to not be noticed, another loud voice exclaims. Paul Ryan emerges from the clouds in his typical Paul Ryan look. Paul Ryan, what the hell are you doing here? Schwa asks as he's very confused. Great question. I'm here because the dark slags are the ones that took down Delt, Paul Ryan says. Schwa thinks for a bit. What do you mean by that? I'm saying the dark slags are the tridults, you stupid ass, Paul Ryan exclaims. The dark slags aren't the most appealing group of creatures, but they are very manipulative especially to the weak-minded. TP was stupid enough to be convinced by them to take down Delt just because they thought it might defeat you. But they're not going to stop right there. They will continue to take down every brotherhood and everyone in power so they can take over the world. Schwa is just straight up dumbfounded. He doesn't know what to think. He always hated the Tridelts, but he didn't think they were scheming to take over the world. So what you're saying is that I'm the only one who can stop them from taking over the world. 
How am I supposed to do that? Schwa asked. By avenging Delt, Paul Ryan says. You must travel far and wide. You must take down TP and the rest of the Tridelts before they take over the world. What am I supposed to do? I have no weapons, no people that want to fight for me, for my cause, and no will to do it whatsoever, Schwa says madly. There's nothing to worry about, my love, a, lo- a loud woman's voice said. A fifth figure appears from the clouds. Holy shit, it's Marjorie Tyrell from Game of Thrones. She's fully naked, like how she was when she was trying to seduce Renly Baratheon in that one episode of Game of Thrones. Schwas comes to her firm pair of titties and nuts in his pants. You will be given the powers of your great ancestors to defeat these monsters. Marjorie walks walks towards him, but Schwaz is scared that he that she'll notice that he nut in his pants. I will give you the powers of your of the beasts your ancestor has encountered. She touches his sweaty hands. From the ogres your ancestor has slayed, I give you ogre hands. All of a sudden, a giant green pair of ogre hands appear on Schwa. Marjorie Marjorie grabs his arms from the sloths from the giant sloths that have buried your ancestor that have been buried by your ancestor. I give you sloth arms. Schwa's arms suddenly turn into long sloth arms. She then touches his chest. From the mammoths your ancestor has ridden, I give you raging mammoth strength. Schwa sees his body become as furry as a mammoth. And for you to have as much strength as you can, Marjorie pulls Schwa's face into her firm pair of titties. Schwa is then pulled away from the dream titties, and he feels like he has godly strength. He feels that he is ready to fight the evil that lurks about. And we have one last thing before you go out and save the world, the Buddha says. The dark slags have the power to convince the weak-minded to join their cause. Their army will be too big for will be too much for you, your ogre hands, your sloth arms, and your raging men of strength to handle. You'll need to assemble an army of your finest men, perhaps men that seek vengeance against TP as well. And you also need this. Emily Rajowski walks over, places her hand on Schwa's crotch. From there, a samurai sword emerges. It is long, firm has a great grip to it that can easily be held by Schwa's ogre hands. From this day forth, Jesus says, you will no longer be known as Schwa Delt. You shall be called Chukak Long in honor of your powerful ancestor. You will wear that name with great honor as you save the world from the forces of evil. Schwa is still in a daze about all the titties around him. Oh yeah, I accept this honor and I accept this quest. Schwa says, now known as Chukak Long. Good. Now go out and fulfill your quest, Chukak Long, the Buddha exclaims. Marjorie Tyrell and Emily Radchowski take both take, take both of Schwa's sweaty ogre hands and take him back to his room. Schwa goes through the same thing he experienced before, and he is then back in and then he is back to his room. He peers in his peers in his bed, lying down, and facing the ceiling as he grasps for air. Okay, man? Schmitzen asks. For some odd reason, Schmitzen doesn't seem phased. Doesn't seem phased that Schwa was gone for a really long ass time. I now know what I have to do. Schwa says. He proceeds to send a message to all of his brothers and Delt. Everyone, meet me on the back porch of the octagon at exactly noon. He types. He then gets a lot of replies asking why. You know I'm the one that's supposed to be planning these meetings, right, Schwa? Lord, Lord Cuff says. Lord Cuff was made the recent leader of Delt after the past leader, Lord Brank, ran away in fear. I just need everyone here. This is about TP and the fate of the world. So I better see all you niggas there, Schwa explains. The next day, all the brothers, all 23 of them, are gathered at the Octagon and are confused about why Schwa called all of them there. All of them, either drunk or high out of their minds, it would be a miracle for Schwa to get across to them. People like Lesbo, who is often referred to as the wine thief, was passing out wine bags to everyone, getting them more drunk. Others like Doughboy and Furby were giving out weed to everybody. Gentlemen, Schwa greets them. I've called you all here today because I have an important quest for all of you. Who are you again? Snorlax drunkenly asked. Snorlax was a really big dude but has a really low tolerance to both alcohol and Schwa's constant questions. 
Well, yeah, fucking tell us already. Knock, one of Schwa's fellow Asians, exclaimed at the same time. Schwa was being barraged with different words and phrases as he was getting verbally attacked by a crowd of drunks. I'm Schwa, brother of Yan. Just to let you guys know again. And I had a vision last night that I that told me that we are in more serious trouble than we think. How could it get any worse? We're already in some pretty deep shit, Wabi yelled. Wabi was already pissed at Schwa because he forced him to put on his shoes before he came here. I Jedi flipped last night and had a surreal vision, Schwa began to explain. Paul Ryan, Jesus Christ, the Buddha, Emily Radjowski, and Marjorie Tyrell appeared to me last night. They told me that bringing down Delt was all part of a plot to take over the world. The boys are all confused by the, what, what he's saying. Tridults are not only unattractive, but evil as well. Them and TP want to take over the world so they can spread evil, but we can prevent that from happening. Paul Ryan even said that if we avenge Delt and kill TP, we'll not only feel good, we'll save the world as well. Brothers were very confused. You're clearly tripping balls, dude, Niall said. I told you to not take acid and shrooms at the same time. Niall was second in command to Lord Cuff, and had always warned Schwa about doing a lot of psychedelics. If I was tripping, Schwa said, I wouldn't have these giant pair of ogre hands. Schwa morphed into his giant ogre hands and sloth arms. All the brothers are stunned. They think they're all tripping, but they did really just see Schwa grow a giant pair of ogre hands. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Schwa begins his hopefully motivational speech. This is crazy. How are you able to grow a giant pair of ogre hands? You probably think I can fight TP in the triumphs alone. I can't. I need all of you to help me in this, because I can't do this alone. I'm not trying to kill TP for myself. I'm doing it for the world. Most importantly, I'm doing this for you. We grew a great and mighty house that stood the test of time. We were destined for many great things, but that was all ruined because TP and the Tridelts wanted to bring us down. They killed our brothers and chased out others to a point where it just left us to fend for ourselves. They made our leaders abandon their positions out of fear. I'm not asking you to do this for yourselves. Do it for your brothers. Do it for the world. Do it so that TP doesn't ever see the light of day ever again. Schwa then puts his leg on a box, pulls out his samurai sword, and starts to look like an Asian George Washington crossing the, crossing the Delaware. I, Schwa, brother Vian, now known as Chu Kok Long, descendant of the almighty Chu Kok Dong, will fight for you. The rest of the brothers, and the rest of our brothers like Charlie Javier, the world, and for all the big titty girls in AKO, I will march up to the dark land of Toledo to avenge our brothers and save the world. Now you can join me in my quest, or stay here and squander in self-pity like a little, like a bunch of little cunts. Shaw looks around at the brothers, as the brothers decide on what to do. Shaw's hoping that at least some of them will join, just because he thought he looked pretty majestic with what he was saying a couple minutes ago. And time passed, and no one was really saying anything. I'll join you in your big ogre hands, Furby said. Kirby is a very short guy, but had a very large ambition to kill TP. But can we bring in our, we- our own weapons, though? Schwa sharply stares at Furby. Yes. Oh, looks like I'm joining now, Lord Cuff says. He stands next to Schwa. And as the new leader of Delt, I say it is an obligation for all you motherfuckers to go out there and avenge our fallen brothers. He puts his arm around Schwa. And for all these, re- for all the reasons that S- that Schwa said, he finished his speech with a nice grip of the jeep. So let's fucking do this! Yeah! The brothers start to rave in craziness. All forms of alcohol is flying everywhere. There's a cloud of smoke roaming the air. Absolute craziness as Schwa and the boys begin their magical, their majestic quest to save the world. Wait a minute, hold up, Jerfy. Puts down his bong to talk. How exactly are we going to avenge Delt if we don't have jack shit to get to TP? Oh, Jerfy, Doughboy said. I know exactly how we're getting up there. Out of nowhere, a giant truck appears. Everybody knew Doughboy had a truck, but this one looked a lot big, bigger than the original truck. Can this hold all 23 of us? 
Lesbo asks as he finishes his bag of wine. I mean, yeah, why do you think I brought it here? Doughboy says sarcastically. The boys continue their loud ranting and banter as they infuse the air with all their alcohol and weed. They are, at, they are getting absolutely hyped for what is yet to come. After their hype sesh, the newfound fellowship begin to prepare for battle as they collect all the supplies they need. This includes guns, ammo, swords, alcohol, different types of drugs, and a giant bag of pirate booty specifically for Schwa. As the boys load all of their stuff into the truck, Schwa goes around town, saying his goodbyes to everyone. He first says bye to all the people in the octagon. They all line up to say goodbye to him, as he feels that he is about to leave for his quests. But before he leaves for his quests, he has a few select words for Tony. Tony, I know I wish you can come with me, but this is not your thing. It's, it, it's just not your thing to be doing this stuff. I know, Schwa. Tony says. I'll probably be crafting when you're gone. I'm gonna miss you and your giant ogre hands. I know McDougal will especially miss them too. Oi! McDougal exclaims. McDougal was their friend who wasn't a part of Delph, but he had been a loyal companion to him and Tony for many years. He had been cursed with tiny hands, and to only use the word oi to say anything. Schwa begins to leave. I will someday I will see you someday, little boys. And who knows? Maybe we might have a quest of our own someday, Schwa says hopefully. Schwa begins to leave, but right after Schwa leaves, McDougal passes out on the ground for some odd reason. Tony tries to revive him, but just seems to can't. Schwa then, hops in the, Schwa then hops in the truck, is ready to leave the rest of the boys, which he refers to as the Fellowship of the Dong. But just as they are about to leave, they see a large figure flying down from the sky. It almost looks like a bird, but it has the body of a mammal, though. It lands on the in front of the truck, and Schwa can't believe his eyes. It's a fucking flying liger. Schwa had never seen anything like it before. He's never seen a real liger before, let alone one with wings. Schwa gets out of the truck and walks towards the flying liger. It's much bigger than a lion and a tiger. Probably both animals combined. The wings on it are even bigger. Like Kylie, like Kylie Page tits big. On top of the liger, Mr. Miyagi is sitting on top of it. Mr. Miyagi, Schwa asks, what the hell are you doing on a flying liger? I, Mr. Miyagi begins, I bring you big cat for your journey. This was pet for your ancestors. The only cat we don't eat. What bonsai tree to me like liger to you? Mr. Miyagi gets off the liger and walks towards Schwa. You, Chukaklong, will use liger wisely. You don't have time for wax on, wax off. So I expect you to lose liger and your powers wisely. I don't know how to ride this thing, though, Schwa says as he's confused as why he's being, being given responsibility to take care of a liger. You have to have to believe. Every descendant of Chukokdong know how to ride Liger, Mr. Miyagi says as he puts his hand on Schwa's shoulder. You just have to believe. Take about ten friends with you to guide you as well. He puts his hand on, on Schwa's other shoulder. Good luck, Chukoklong. He pauses to look Schwa in the eyes. Miyagi! He exclaims as he poofs into the air. Schwa is very confused, but also very inspired at the same time. He turns around and asks the boys, Who wants to guide me on my liger? The fellowship is confused on what to do. Most of them stay in the truck because they know how bad of a driver Schwa is. Eventually a few of them decide to take a, to take a chance on Schwa and ride a sick-ass liger. Lord Cuff, Furby, and Lesbo decide to take part in this epic ride. Along with them are Hyman, Mac, Columbine, Ham, Onion, Gronin, McJenkins. McJenkins, Ham, and Onion were both, both some pr relatively big dudes, most, most likely the biggest boys in the Brotherhood after Schwa at this current moment. Gronin wasn't as big as the, as the rest of them, but he's capable of bringing down some other fuckers every so often with his flexible moves. Mac was just as big as Ham and Hyman were good, were good companions because they can help keep he can help keep Josh under control while he rides. Columbine, though a very liked man amongst the Fellowship, 
It's very mysterious. And Schwa isn't really sure what he's capable of. The boys on the Liger and in the truck ride off into the sunset as they begin their long journey to Avenge Delta. As they make their way down to, to their long journey, they stop at the ideal place to grab sustenance, raisin canes. As the boys stop for some great fried chicken and some quality toast, Schwa is trying to see if he can see what TP is up to. Usually the brothers can do that type of stuff, no matter your status within the brotherhood. Schwa is chowing down on a quality canes box. He's able to see TP. Guys, I can see what TP is up to. He's able to not only use his device, but his ogre hands allow him to see what exactly he's up to for some odd reason. Schwa sees TP sitting at a table with his tried-out girlfriend. They're eating the food that TP always shares on his snap stories. Has it been done? His tried-out tried girlfriend asks. Yes, TP responds with. We've destroyed another brotherhood of Delt and others, including Phyta and Signu. Perfect. Soon all the brotherhoods will be gone, and then we can use all of what we've conquered to take over the world government. Tried out Slag says men menacingly. Oh yes, TB says matching her menacing tone. I have brought down the brotherhood of Chukok Dong, meaning that there is no way that we can ever be stopped. <laughs> Tried out Slag joins him, on, and <clears throat> Tried out Slag joins him, and they evilly laugh in unison at the thought of taking over the world. Schwa's not shocked. He's just more motivated to avenge the Brotherhood. I don't think we should kill him, No Name says. No Name is pretty similar to Schwa, so they don't talk very much. No Name is also not as motivated to kill TP as the rest of the Fellowship. What the fuck are you saying, No Name? Furby yells angrily. Well, Schwa said that TP was convinced by the Dark Slags that joined their cause. Maybe there's a way we can convince him to turn back to our side. Oh, okay. So we're just going to walk up in there and ask him nicely to come back to us like some lonely-ass bitches, Onion, Onion says sarcastically. No, I'm saying we can avenge Delt without any violence. Like Schwa, does the vision say you need to resolve this with violence? I mean, Schwa thinks for a sec. He's given these ogre hands, sloth arms, the raging mammoth strength, and a sick flying liger for a reason. I'd like to use what I'm given, but I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down. We could do this like how Jon Snow and Ramsay... Okay, enough with the Game of Thrones reference. What the fuck should we do? Ham interrupts angrily. Well, Schwa continues. As I was saying, we can work something out with him. And if he doesn't want to make amends, then we'll just kick his ass along with the dark slags. But I highly doubt he's going to want to make amends with, with us, considering his plot to take over the world. It's very true, Lord Cuff says. So we'll just have to do that. Just have to try to make amends with him. And if he refuses, then we'll go ahead and kick his ass. The Fellowship nods in unison. And then afterwards, we can go munch on some box, Nick Jenkins says. The boys start agreeing with that. Schwa especially, since it's been a, quite a while since he has munched on some box. Schwa then decides to send a message to TP. He tells him that him and his Fellowship will be coming up to the dark lands of Toledo to avenge Delt. But he also mentions that he can have peace if he talks with him. He talks, he talks, he tells him to not get anyone involved in this discussion. It's only between themselves. TP is shocked that Schwa is still alive. He realizes that his plan, plan failed to defeat Chu Kok Long. Despite this, he reluctantly agrees to talk with Schwa, and that no one will, no one else will get involved with their discussion. He's told to meet TP at the parking lot near the Toledo Sex Services office. They will try to come to terms. Schwa then resumes to, talk, to talking with the boys. So why are you known as Chukok Long? We so low. Another, another one of Schwa's fellow Asians asks Schwa. Schwa is trying to hold in a laugh because, as always, We so low is drinking milk instead of a nice cold brew. Because, my fellow Ching Chong, I'm a descendant of the mighty samurai Chukok Dong. He has saved the world before, as believed that I will too. So why, so why do you need all of us to come with you if you're the one that's going to be saving the world anyways? Max says, still confused as to why everyone came with Schwa with no clear reason why. Because, my friend, I need you guys there to help me. I, I know, you never know. Tryout slags can be more powerful than we think. Also, I wasn't told that I'm the one who has to kill TP. You guys can too, 
But it makes more more sense if I do, though. So can I kill him? Shits says. Shits is a very lanky but very nice guy who hugs everyone, even though people are scared off from him by his stench. Everyone is shocked that he said that. You can once you stop smelling like a Chipotle bathroom, groaning humans, he says. We start to crack up and fall to the floor laughing. I'll probably kill him before you do shits, Foreskin says. Foreskin is almost as lanky as shits, but doesn't smell nearly as bad. Just say my name three times and I'll appear anywhere. This is very true, and the rest of the Brotherhood knows this, as they've all tried it over a million times. So Schwa, do you think we can have visions like you do? Brain asks Schwa. Brain sounds like he's high almost every day, even though he's actually not. If you do enough psychedelics and have a great have great ancestors like me, potentially. Who knows? Maybe you guys have hidden superpowers and you just don't know. I bet Juberg has the power to make money disappear. Hyman exclaims loudly. I do, Juberg says. And I bet Columbine has the power to make pumped up kicks come on every time he walks in the room, or every time he walks in the room. Hey. I'm not Jew or Asian, Columbine says. Schwa then sees that, the fe- that his fellowship has been talking for way too long, and he seizes the opportunity to end this conversation. All right, fellowship of the dong, let's move out. We have a lot, we have a lot of traveling to do, and no time to waste. Okay, we have to leave, but don't call us that. Juberg denies what the boys are. Fellowship agrees that it's time to leave, and they ride off in the night from the Raisin Canes. The Liger and the big-ass truck take off in the direction of the human trafficking capital of the world, which is Toledo. They travel for what seems like a whole night. Only these guys can stay up all night and still function. They arrive just as the sun is about to come up, and they witness how gross Toledo is. The buildings are not all the same. I mean, are all the same. Square, gray, and boring. You see sex traffickers, at every turn, waiting to claim the next victim. Schwa spits on one of them as he flies over Toledo. They arrive about one block away from where Schwa is to confront TP, try to come to terms with. He tells all of them to wait as he goes to confront TP. He rides there on his liger, and the, fel- and the fellowship waits patiently for Schwa. Schwa arrives at the parking lot at the, se- at the sex trafficking building TP said to meet at. Schwa is is surprised he found it because there's so many of these buildings they all look exactly the same he sees tp arrive in his little mini cooper with his tried out girlfriend he gets out he gets out of the car walks over to schwa to stand across from him i thought i said this was between me and you schwa says confused as to why tp brought his tried out girlfriend i thought you were dead chukok long besides you brought whatever that beast is so i brought mine too he says as he looks as he looks at his tried out girlfriend. You're right, Schwa greets. I will say, this liger is just as scary as your girlfriend's face. TP would be offended, but he knows too damn well that's true. So, Chugak Long, what is it that you want? Tried out Slag asked Schwa. Forgiveness? Money? For me not to kill you. I want to make amends. There doesn't have to be any violence. Though it would be cool if there was. I'm not afraid to fight any of you. I just want to see if there's any way we can compromise. I don't want to compromise, TP said. I want all you guys to apologize to me. Apologize? I did nothing to you. We did nothing to you. I cared for you. and made sure you were alright. Your brothers and I made sure that you were alright in your worst situations. We knew that you were lightweight, but we wanted to help you though. Yet, you decided to hurt me. You and the rest of the Fellowship humiliated me in front of all of Delt. I wanted to help you, Schwa emphasized. But you didn't want our help. I thought you had potential. Then you let your weak mind be convinced by the Dark Slags to betray us and kill our brothers. I didn't let them convince me, TB said. Yes, you did. You just don't want to admit that you're weak and that you're a weak-minded person. Schwa stands firmly behind his belief. No, I didn't. He repeats himself. Haven't you been told the Dark Slags need to be summoned? What the hell are you talking about? Schwa asks in complete confusion. After our initiation ceremony, I drank half a pack of Mike's Hard. The same night I had a vision, where I was visited by Lil Zan, Nav, Amy Schumer, Elizabeth Warren, and Lindsay Lohan. I thought I was chipping balls like I always do on Mike's Hard, but this was different. They told me that I was a descendant 
of Abizard de Schlacken, who was known as the Polar of the Slags. He would bring he'd bring about the Dark Slags whenever the world needed correcting, and when the world was just not right. So every ten years, his ascents would be summoned to make corrections to the world. TP is shocked to see that TP went through the same thing he went through. So that means, yes, Chewcock Long, TP interrupts. I am Opposer Deschlacken. He raises his hands in the air. I am the Polar of Slags. Schwa is dumbfounded. He thought that TP was just some mentally challenged kid who needed help. He never thought he would be he would actually want to take over the world. Why, TP? Why would you do this? Because the world needs to be corrected. The less brotherhoods there are, the less trouble the world would be in. Your brotherhood has been in power for too damn long. It disgusts me. I wanted to bring you guys down in the first place, but never saw my chance. We'll never get away with this, you fat bastard. Schwa exclaims as he morphs into his ogre hands, sloth arms, mammoth strength, and pulls out his samurai sword. Now without going against me and my ogre hands... Schwa likes talking about how much he has ogre hands and disregards his other powers. Oh, you and what army? Peepy says laughingly. In the distance, a large group of people emerge. Schwa can't believe what he's seeing. From one corner, he sees a large group of men emerging. Holy shit, it's the Alpha Sig and Sammy guys. They come with a wide variety of weapons. Rufy bombs, dildo swords, and airsoft guns. Merging from the other corner is a group of women. Holy shit. It's the Tridel Nao Pie Girls. They seem to have taken on their dark slag form because they are all looking like they just hopped out of bed with an Oxford townie. These are all the people that you have wronged, Chukok Long. Now you will pay. Just, just as TP says that, his girlfriend morphed into a giant slag monster. He was like a combination of the orcs from Lord of the Rings and the giants from Game of Thrones. The big ass army probably consisting of over 500 people seemed no match for Schwa or, or too much for Schwa, his Liger and his ogre hands Schwa would never think this but he was actually kind of scared but just like Jon Snow in the Battle of the Bastards Schwa raises his samurai sword and he prepares to fight his Liger is, re is ready to fight as well as he lets out a large roar just as the, just as the army consisting of the trial Tridelt, Aopi, Dark Slags, Alpha Sigfucks, and Sammy Fags are about to charge onto Schwa. There's a sound in the distance that holds that halts everyone. The truck pulls up with all the boys. They walk out of the truck and light up next to Schwa with even better weapons. AKs the size of fucking minivans. Bongs that morph into swords and bombs disguised as Bud Light Platinums. With all with all this plus the Liger and Schwa all powered up. They were now evenly matched. You may have a large army, TP, Schwa says as he looks him sharply in the eyes. But I have a better one. We're gonna munch on some box, eh, boys? Mick Jenkins screams. The boys raise their weapons in the air and let out a big, yeah, in unison. Schwa then raises his sword and points in the direction of the other army. The boys proceed to charge at the very large army. The army proceeds to charge as well, with the lead, except with the lead of, of TP's tried out slag giant. The armies, the armies then clash in the middle of the parking lot, and that's when shit starts to go down. Schwa uses his powers that he was given, that, he, that were given to him by using his samurai sword to fight off the tried out and AOPI dark slags. He can't keep using his sword because it keeps getting too filthy for use. He uses his ogre hands to knock out raging Sammy guys and hold off their dildo swords. He extends his sloth arms long enough to trip Alpha Sig guys and make them suffer at their own roofy bombs. He uses his, mam his mammoth strength as utilized as he, is char as he charges through the roofy bombs and knocks out Dark Slags with his ogre hands. Roofy bombs explode in front of him, but he dodges them Matrix style. The, the Liger does his part as well as he pounces at the Dark Slags trying to attack him. He picks up a bunch of Sammy guys and throws them into the distance. Liger then proceeds to fight off TP's slag giant as it's trying to harm the boys with every step it takes. The boys do their part as well. We solo and knock. Use their Asian fighting abilities to kung fu kick and samurai chop with their own samurai swords, a bunch of dark slags. 
Lesbo sprays the dark slags and Alpha Sig guys with his deadly wine bag, while Gronin pulls some sick, deadly kicks on them. Doughboy, Jerfy, and, and Lord Cuff spray people with their big-ass guns and fend people off with their bong swords. Mac, Snorlax, Onion, and Ham use their, use their size to their advantage and crush motherfuckers with a combination of their own size. Shits distracts people with his foul odor while McJenkins comes through, comes at them with his fists and his Igor-like strength. Though Wobby, Furby, and Hyman are small, they come out of nowhere to jab people with their bong swords and shoot people with their big-ass guns. Juberg, Nile, and Brain use their increased flexibility that just came out of nowhere to, mo- to maneuver around the rupee bombs and use their weird fighting skills that seem to work on the army of Dark Slags and Alpha Sig Sammy Boys. Columbine is shooting with his big-ass gun, as everyone expected, but is also showing a side that no one's ever seen before. He suddenly becomes a full-fledged tank and beats the shit out of everybody. No Name is putting up a good fight, but starts having a hard time fighting. He's pushed down by some weird Sammy kid with a dildo sword. Then No Name remembers the words from Foreskin in in his head. Say my name three times and I'll appear anywhere. Foreskin Jones. Foreskin Jones, No Name says as the Sammy kid approaches him with his biggest, with the biggest dildo sword. Foreskin Jones. Sammy kid is about ready to slay No Name. Foreskin Jones. All of a sudden, Foreskin falls out of nowhere and proceeds to attack the Sammy kid. Sammy kid ends up stabbing himself with his own dildo sword. Foreskin turns into an animal and starts going on a rampage. Rips apart dark slags, dodges ruby bombs, and jabs motherfuckers with his bong sword that Brian handed to him. No name is, no name is saved and gets back up to fight off some more dark slags with his platinum bombs. Battle is going on and as the sun as as the sun continues to rise and it's completely morning. Schwa is continuing to battle out more dark slags and fags. He's fighting quite smoothly until he hears his liger screeching in the distance. Sliger is continuing to fight off the Dark Slag Giant, but seems to can't fight it all on its own while it's, while it's also fighting hundreds of Dark Slags. Schwan knows that he needs to take care of the Liger at all costs, but he needs to fight the battle along with his brothers. He then decides that his brothers can handle the army, and decides that he must save his Liger. He runs over to his Liger, where he attempts to smite the Slag Giant with a samurai sword. The Slag Giant... He slashes the, the giant until it notices what he's doing and proceeds to kick him. Schwa's knocked down for a while, but he gets back up to save his Liger. He uses his raging mammoth strength to charge at the slag giant. He tackles it He tackles it to another part of the parking lot where, <clears throat> where very little of the battle is going on. The slag giant gets ready to back up, or gets, or gets right back up only to see Schwa ready to use his Chukok long powers. She proceeds with a big roar and charges towards him. Schwa transforms into his Chukok long form to deliver a nice punch with his ogre hands. Dark Slag steps back, not knowing what hit it. Dark Slag tries to pull up again, but Schwa does the exact same thing with his other ogre fists. He char- it charges again, expecting to be punched, but Schwa is there to fend it off, fend it off with his giant samurai sword. It had grown longer and more powerful after he let the thought of titties pass through his head. He cuts, ev- he cuts every hit it tries to lay on him and, fi- and continues to fight it off. He is then able to press a few sword jabs in there. He backs, he backs off trying to rethink its strategy. Or it backs off trying to rethink its strategy. It thinks that Chukok Long has no weaknesses, but it continues to charge again. Is ready to take another hit from Chukok Long, but out of nowhere, the Liger comes out to pounce on it. The, sla- the Slag Giant and the Liger go about it for quite a while, and are stepping everywhere in the parking lot as they fight. Schwa then sees that there are two lampposts. He realizes that if he ties his hands around those lampposts, he could trip the giant and finish it for good. So he does just that. He uses his long sloth arms to wrap around the lampposts, the Liger and the Giant walk in the same direction. The Giant can't see, can't seem to see anything, as it has t- as it has Liger paws scratching at its face. The Giant proceeds to trip backwards on Schwa's lo- long sloth arms and tumbles to the ground. 
the giant causes a great earthquake in the parking lot, and some of the people in the battlefield are thrown off by it. The giant is just laying there, not knowing what to do. Schwa walks over to the giant, ready to stab it and end it for good. He slowly moves his sword down to stab the giant. It is, it is about to, he is about to pierce the giant, pierce through its heart, through the giant's heart, when he suddenly stops. He stops to see a guy running away from the battlefield. It's TP. Schwa then, Schwa then places places the sword back into his sheath. He watches as TP runs off like a little bitch. Lord Cuff runs over to see if Schwa is okay after the earthquake. You okay, man? Lord Cuff says to ensure Schwa's safety. I'm alright. TP's running away. I see the battle is almost won, but he is the last piece for this victory. Schwa grabs Cuff, Lord Cuff by his shoulders. Do me a favor. Keep leading these men to victory. And don't stop till all the dark slags and those other guys are defeated. Schwa hops off the giant. What do I do about this? Lord Cuff asks, pointing to the giant. Schwa looks sharply, and in great Mortal Kombat style, he says, Finish it! Lord Cuff then raises his sword to smite the dark slag giant. He does as Chukok Long commands, and allows Chukok Long to go chase TP. Schwa then proceeds to run after TP, using his raging mammoth strength. He's able to chase TP into the, the sex trafficking building which is surprisingly empty. TP is running for his life, but is, caught up by Sh- but is caught up by Schwa and is grabbed with his giant ogre hands. TP is dragged by Schwa with his large sloth arms, and then meets Schwa eye to eye. <clears throat> Schwa has a violent look on his face that no one has ever seen before, except when he sees some flat titties. He repeatedly punches TP with his giant ogre hands, but is pushed off after TP punched Schwa in the jugular. TP pulls out a long dildo sword and proceeds to charge at Schwa. Schwa is able to react and pull out his samurai sword and counterattack it. He punches TP away and is ready to sword fight. Charge at each other with their swords clinging together. The sword fight, in a weird way, looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin, Sci- and Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber duel in Episode 3. TP, do- TP does a, di- a decent job fending off Schwa before he uses his sloth arms to jab TP. TP is hurt, but he's able to knock knock the samurai sword out of Schwa's hands. Schwa is mad, which builds up his raging mammoth strength to charge at TP. He breaks the wall through the building and and back into the battlefield. The battle is is starting to come to an end as TP's army had been mostly defeated, whereas the Fellowship had surprisingly experienced no casualties. TP, TP is looking as defeated as his army of dark slags has died out. You're lost, my friend. Schwa says as he continues to hold off TP. I will not have you take over the world with your army of dark slags. We'll pay for what you have done to our great house. Well, what's the price then, TP says. My life? You're not going to kill me. You don't have the balls to do it. You're right, Schwa says as he backs off of TP. And he pauses for a sec. I don't. But he does. Schwa points to the man next to him. Out of nowhere, Columbine pulls up with a big-ass gun. Bang, bang, Columbine says as he shoots TP. And that was the final blow. Surviving members of TP's army had surrendered. They were no match for Chukok Long and the Fellowship of the Dong. The boys see the dead giant and TP. They look around and see and see that they are, in fact, victorious. They do see... They do their usual loud ranting and cheers as they have defeated TP and the dark slags of Tridel and Aopi and, and the Alpha Sig and Sammy Fags. They have not only avenged Delph, but they have also saved the world as well. Their celebration goes on, goes on long as they pull out wine bags and bongs to bask in their glory. Wait, hold up a sec, Schwa says. Every man looks at Schwa confused. We should save this for when we get back home. The Fellowship agrees, and then they, they get back in the truck and onto the Liger, head back home. By nightfall, the Fellowship arrives back at the Octagon, where it all started. Schwa is greeted at the door with Tony and the rest of the Brotherhood. Can't believe you did it, Schwa, Tony says, because he honestly didn't think that Schwa could do it. But Venge dealt. You did everything that your vision has told you. This whole time, I was crafting, 
I thought you and thought I was making better progress than you. I'm proud of you, little nigga. I'm glad to hear that, little boy, Schwa says. The rest of the Brotherhood was going around saying the same thing. None none of them thought that Schwa could do it. They were all in shock that he survived a Jedi flip and an army of dark slags. Schwa then finds a box to stand on so he can be seen by the whole Brotherhood. Gentlemen, now that my fellowship and I have saved the whole world and avenged Delph, he gets a large roar of proud drunk men. You can now sleep peacefully every night, knowing that TP is dead. But before we sleep peacefully, Schwa pauses for effect. Let's have a fucking turban party. All the boys scream in proud agreement. Usually they wouldn't agree to something like that. Since they're all drunk and slap happy, they're thinking, why the hell not? After hours of setting up, they, they're all set to, for a turban party, which is really just a regular party. And, and really nobody's wearing turbans except Schwa. A lot of these other guys are extremely fucked up, but that's, that's, not, that's not preventing them from not wearing a turban. Schwa is being a tad bit racist kind of wearing that turban, but he's having the time of his life, so I guess it's whatever. Somehow, a shit ton of girls show up, with most of them wearing clothes that show off their big brass titties. As always, Schwa and the boys are intrigued. Oh shit, Now says anxiously more girls here that means we need more drinks don't worry Schwa says confidently and super drunkenly I I'm about I'm about to go buy some more we'll be right back Schwa walks out of the house and ready to make a terrible decision like always somebody should really be stopping him just because he's not old enough to buy alcohol he's kind of broke he proceeds to drunkenly walk out of the octagon and head towards the great man named Johnny who sells all the alcohol. He searches through his wallet to find the money for drinks, which he doesn't have. As he searches for, for the money, he drops his metal bottle open on the ground. He bends over to pick it up, but he hears footsteps behind him. Hey, yo, Schwa, what's the situation? He hears, a, he hears a Jersey Shore Guido voice say in the background. The voice is familiar. Schwa doesn't know anyone else who would have that voice. He turns around, and despite knowing who it is, couldn't believe his eyes. It was him. <laughs>